The tales of travellers returning from Morocco were often somewhat glazed recollections of chaos, clamour and pestilential rug merchants. This is because few, far too few, visitors to Morocco bother with Rabat, the country's cool, quiet and charming capital. More should. Rabat contains everything enjoyable about a Middle Eastern city. The unforced hospitality, the lurid history, the glorious food and the terrific shopping, with almost none of the attendant hassle. Even the traffic is only mildly deranged. The weather stays on the decorous side of 30 degrees. Rabat, which was granted UNESCO World Heritage status in 2012, is effectively three cities. There's the old part of town, consisting of the Medina, a maze of roof-terraced riads contained by 12th-century orange clay fortifications, which look something like an elaborate birthday cake, and the Kasbah de Udayas, a fortified village overlooking the harbour. There's the new part of town, its flower-draped modernist villas built by the French in the early 20th century, and expanded more recently with not-quite-ostentatious mirrored office blocks. And there's Saleh, Rabat's dormitory, a short journey across the Hassan II bridge on the city's sleek new French-built trams. In the context of recent Middle Eastern history, Rabat is remarkable for what hasn't happened, which is to say that it's an Arab capital presided over by the same man who was in charge three years ago. Ask anybody how Morocco avoided the upheavals experienced by their neighbours and you'll hear the same answer. King Mohammed VI, who, as most Moroccans tell it, saw the Arab Spring as an opportunity to listen to his opponents, rather than crush them. His confidence in his position is paradoxically illustrated by how little you see of him in his capital. Unlike some, Mohammed does not appear to feel any need to erect omnipresent reminders of who is in charge. The ostentatious mausoleum which houses some of his more ruthless predecessors feels a happily incongruous relic.